0: Good morning House of Destiny. God bless all of you. Did everybody enjoy the trip last night? (laughs) Let's give it up for House of Destiny. Let's give it up for God also. We had a a wonderful time last night, and um, an enjoyable learning experience. And I want to commend Reverend Briggs for doing such a marvelous job. I mean, I really do want to commend him for that. I'm sure that you've already told them about some of the things that uh, that are happening this morning in some of our members' lives, so we just keep praying that God will continue to bless us in the way that he always does. Um, I want to uh, congratulate the children for being so professionally obedient. Um, it, it, it makes me feel good to know that our children, when they go off that they can take care of business. They were very obedient, so we need to give them a hand clap. We want to go to the book of Genesis this morning. There is a very profound word this morning from the Lord. And I won't even waste my time giving the devil any recognition on any of the uh, things or the blocks that he tries to throw in the way. Because, you know, the devil don't like it when you're in unity. He don't like it when you go and succeed in doing things and God, he does he can't stand unity. He can't stand it. Runs him crazy. You know. But uh, and then every time God gets ready to do uh, great move, he throws everything that he can. And that's why we have to learn how to laugh at what's coming at us and give thanks to God because we know that all things work for the good of those who love the Lord. Now, we've been called in accordance to purpose. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, thank you for your commitment. Thank you. Um, you see, that's what makes true soldiers. True soldiers, you know, I, I keep telling y'all that, that Briggs is a mighty warrior of God. He, The man is committed to... I mean, you know, he he goes, he takes care of business, then he he gets on back to take care of business. Some of us allow little things to get in our way to keep us from getting here. I'm just going to be real. I wonder about our hearts when we do that. You see, the heart of God has just been shocked. When a man can go downtown to the hospital and make a life and death decision about Somebody in his family makes the decision, leaves it in God's hand, then comes back over to his position, his station, and takes care of business. That's a man of God. That ain't faking it. That's real. See, sacrifices like that will not go undone with God. A small thing to him is a big thing to God. He do it. It's just a natural thing, cause I know it. It's just natural thing to do it like that. You know. But to God, God watches. He watches. We 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 all can take a note and write it down and keep it and try to remember when our time comes to. And little things come in the way to try to make a stumbling block in our life. We need to just push that mess on to the side. Take care of business and move on. You know? Just take care of business and move on. That's that's the season that we're in. And if y'all can't see it, God is testing us in dramatic ways. He's not only blessing us, but he's testing us. And some more tests are going to come to some more of us, too. Eddie, you're being tested. But Eddie's uh, arm, and I'm going I'm I'm to use this as a praise report. Eddie's arm, he ain't got no feeling in it right now. can't hardly use it because, you know, they thought he, he just got out of hospital not long ago. But he felt the need. He heard God, and he felt the need to come to church anyway. Amen. Regardless of whether anybody drove him to church or not, knowing what condition he was in, he chose. To trust God. And come on. And God going to bless you for that too. God going to bless you for that, you see. See, sometimes you got to do this thing on your own. You can't wait on nobody else to be with you. Sometimes you got to do this thing on your own, D. Let's go to the book of Genesis. The 28th, 29th chapter. While we go in there, I want to thank uh, Rev. Uh, Rickett and his family. I want to thank you for your support, Mike. You're a good man, and I appreciate that. And things that I appreciate, I honor. And things that I don't appreciate, I honor too. But it's the right thing to do to love one another and continue to do God's will as a human. Anything that ain't in God is on the perimeter of God. Outside looking in. There's too many of us in the church, but we're not in with God yet. We just in the church. And the thing ain't working for us the way it's supposed to work for us. But for those of us who are allowing God to do what he's supposed to do, it's working real good in our life. In our life. Now I can't speak for what's beside us. But see, you have to decide for yourself where you are with God. And where you want to go with God. You you have to make that decision. That's a personal thing. The Bible says, let every man work out his own salvation. With trembling and with fearless bowed head. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. We glorify you once again, God, that you can rule and superrule not only in our lives but throughout the infinite universe of all universes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love, your consideration towards us. And Father, as we come together, In the unity of peace, we're praying for all those that are sick. We're praying for Sister Selena, that you continue to heal her and expedite it as you've been doing it. God, we continue to pray for our dear Deacon Eddie, for his uh, situation with his shoulder. God, we know that you're able, and we believe, That you will do it for us. And Father, whether we live or whether we die, we do it in Christ Jesus. And that's the place that you're looking for the body of Christ to get to. To the place where it doesn't matter anymore about anything except where we are with you, Lord. And Father, this is our prayer this morning. And in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen. Is everybody happy? I am. I am because I'm still. uh, I was thinking about at the end last night when the Europeans were taking the Indians away, and 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 how they had brought all those diseases and stuff into them, and you know. And it they was they, they really, it touched me. You know, right there at the end, they really got serious with that thing, and I say, you know, we're blessed. We're blessed. We're not the only ones who've gone through some things. We're not the only ones. There's some more people that have gone through. So we're blessed. And last but not least, I want to, weekly sermons will now be on our website at www.thehouseofdestiny.org. For those that want to hear weekly sermons, you can simply go to our website at www.thehouseofdestiny.org and click on the dub on the home page. You'll see it there because it's moving. And it'll take you to our weekly sermons where they can be heard worldwide as well as they can be uh, downloaded to the iPods or whatever. So share that with your friends. They can't make it, you know, just let the word get them through their ways, okay? So share that. We'll be reminding people weekly on that. Let's go to the word. We see in the book of Genesis, chapter 29, see, that then Jacob went on his journey and came into the land of the people of the east. And he says, and he looked, and behold, a well, In the field, he saw a well in the field, and lo, there were three flocks of sheep lying by. For out of that well they watered the flock, and a great stone was upon the well's mouth. A great stone. I want to give you some background on Jacob. First of all, we've been talking about. This situation called the journey for this is the third time. We started out with God's blueprinting man and and he said that when God breathed the breath of life into man, man became a living soul. In other words, man took on a journey with God at that time, did he not? Now, then the next day we came back with the cloud, how the word of God, the cloud, moves and Throughout all Israel's, which is the church's journeys, we were to watch the clouds, watch the spiritual movement of the word, is what it's telling us to do there, and it says when it moved, we're to move, and when it stands still, we're to stand still, right? It's talking about this journey, right? We're talking about a journey, a journey with God. Now. God breathes us out of himself and we don't have no experience. He takes us through this earthly life of existence and where we pick up experience in him on how to rule and super rule as he will. It may be above some of you right now, but it's written that we will rule nations with an iron rod just like him. And that we would be gods. And judges, just like him. Now, we're talking about Jacob, and we're going to deal with this journey and further it. First of all, Jacob is the mind that is in transition. Jacob is on a journey. Your mind is on a journey. The word Jacob means supplant. He's a trickster. Is not your mind tricky? Cunning. So, Jacob, he is the twin brother of Esau. Now, Esau, you notice over here in chapter Genesis 25, verse 24 through 26, it talks about how when Jacob came out, Esau came out first. And you see that old Jacob. Was holding on to Esau's heel, his ankle, you know. And what this represents is that how Esau represents the worldly man. Jacob represents what's supposed to be the spiritual man. Because notice, he's the one that's going to be transcended into Israel. The mind that's in transition. So what happens is, Jacob is holding on to Esau's hand. I mean, on his foot, his heel, his ankle. Which represents how the mind of a man wants to hold on to the earthly thing. Even when it's born of God, it still has a struggle. It, 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 it has to release itself from, death, from 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 Esau. So what the mind does is try to hold on. Don't want to turn loose. Wasn't he holding on to Esau? Meant that he wanted to hold on. You see, you, you see, Esau always had something that really belonged to him. See, 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 see see the world Got some things that belong to us that we got to take back. And the only way that we can get it back is that we release ourselves from that Esau spirit and we go on this journey where we find God. We're talking about the journey now. Now, Genesis 28, verse. 20 and 21 talks about how Jacob <clears throat> makes a vow. And Jacob says, If you feed me and clothe me and keep me in this way and bring me back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord will be my God. He made a vow. He asked God to do some things for him. And in return, he would do some things for God. In other words, he would release himself to God. That's what he said. I would allow you, if you, in other words, if you take care of me, God, then I'll release myself into your hand. In other words, I'm going to release myself from grabbing on the Esau's heel. And I'm going to allow myself to be fitted into you. In other words, I'm gonna grab hold to your foot at the cross. That's that's basically what he's saying here. So Genesis thirty two ten goes on to tell us he's on his journey now. Genesis thirty two ten says that God, I'm the least. I I ain't even got no business, I'm just paraphrasing, no business whatsoever receiving even the least of all thy mercies and truth. You know? He said, I'm not worthy of the least of these things. Ain't that what he said? He said, now, when I left and I went over this Jordan, which is the spiritual stream of life, I didn't have nothing but my own staff, my own power. Ain't that what he said? In other words, I went across this thing on my own. See, see, we've been trying to do this thing on our own, but it ain't working yet. And it worked yet. Is there anybody in here that's done crossed the Jordan on their own and it worked for them? But don't we keep trying? And don't we keep getting our head busted because we go a little way with God and then we. No, nah, I'm gonna do it on my I'm, I'm gonna drive now know you ain't got no insurance
1: <laughs>
0: and you're driving drunk
1: because
0: you don't know where you're going or how to get there but now you't got ahead of God again sit your crazy self down sit down because you're feeding a wreck so what God does is, Jacob says, look, I went across this joint. I went across it with just my own power, with just my staff. But when I came back, I came back with two bands because at that time, two represents the covenant between God and man. Now, I, when I come back, I'm in covenant with God. So now that which I have, God gave it to me. I didn't get it at my own. I didn't have to steal Esau's birthright. I didn't have to use trickery. God did it for me. Now I agree that God made me as wise as a serpent but harmless as a dove because he had to deal with Laman that way. Laban, if y'all know anything about that. Speckled calves and the cows and the plain cows and all of that. But anyway, chapter 29, Genesis tells us, Then Jacob, the mind that's in transition, that's Jacob, he went on whose journey? His journey. That word journey there means to lift upward. See, when you're going on a journey with God, it ain't just going that way, but it's going upward as it goes. The mind that's in transition has to go upward. Transcend means to go upward. You see, you ain't supposed to stay at the same level of church. You're supposed to grow in the grace of God. You're supposed to grow in the faith of God. You're supposed to grow in the the power of God. You know, things are supposed to change. And if it ain't no change coming, if all you're doing is to touch things, then really what are you doing for God? Because this whole thing is to grow. Now I look pretty stupid being 55 years old and still looking like a baby. I look pretty stupid being 55 years old and still thinking like a child. There's got to be some growth somewhere. So why we got all these babies in church? Small brats. When they can't get their way, they go crazy. Why we got that in the church? I'm talking about the church. Why we gotta always have somebody speak a word into us? When the word is in you and all you got to do is unlock. It. I wonder if leadership got anything to do with it. Since they're the ones supposed to be teaching. So we can get to that point where we can do it on our own. So I wonder if them scoundrels got anything to do with it. Yeah, i said it. Because I don't like them. You know why I don't like them? Because they hurt God's people. That's why I don't like it. Don't care who knows. See, I'm the kind of man where I'll stand flat-footed in a preacher's face. And I'll tell you what I think about the situation. I ain't got no problem with that. Because I'm sick of them. You know why? Because they ain't nothing but the blind in the blind. They're on that level of teaching. And they're killing God's teaching. And... The children of God are so blinded by that mess until when you try to bring them out of there, they'll fight you. And thank you, wrong. Talking about my pastor. That pastor's crazy. He don't know no more than that. He don't need to be no pastor. He need to go somewhere and get caught. He need to sit down somewhere and get some understanding on this word like we're to do right here. See, then Jacob went on his journey, he began to rise upward, journey means to rise upward or lift. And he came into the land of the people, well, he found something inside himself because the east represents within. It. And the people represents a populated place, right? Well, There's a population inside of you that need to be discovered. And the only way that you can discover it is that you're gonna to have to go on a journey, but you're going upward. You can't keep eating cribbers and bits. You can't do it. You gotta come out of Babylon, and you gotta hear what this word is saying. I'm talking about the real word of God. So God says here that as Jacob journeyed, see, as you journey. In the spiritual knowledge of God, sooner or later you're gonna run up on some populated places in yourself. Sooner or later, I guarantee you that. And he looked and behold a what? A well. You know what that well means? Explain and make plain. In other words, there's a well inside of you that's going to explain and make plain the spiritual essence of this word here. That's what you're going to run into. If you keep journeying, you're going to run into that. Because Jesus said in John 4.14 that if you drink of this water, you'll never thirst again. But in, in you, it's going to be like a well springing up into everlasting life. Right? You're going to run upon that well if you keep fooling around up in here. If you haven't discovered it already, you will. You know why? Because God's Word has just declared it. But look what a well is. In the field, which is the field of life, that's where you're going to discover it at. And lo, there were three flocks of sheep lying by you. Sheep represents purity. It was three of them. Three flocks, which represents the resurrection. But here's the problem. They were lying. They weren't drinking. They were lying.
1: -hmm. Lying.
0: For out of the well, they done what? Watered the flock. That's where the flock got blessed at. From that well that's inside of you. It's got to be released. But it's got a stone on it. You can't get the water out until,
1: right?
0: That's right. <laughs> Is it some thing locked up in you that you're trying to get out?
1: Mm-hmm. Hello.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Says, "And a great stone was upon the whale's mouth." We know that a stone represents a thought. So, it's it your thought process? Ain't Jacob on a journey? Ain't that the mind in transition? And when you speak of the mind, you're dealing with thoughts, right? So there's a great stone. See, there's something in our minds and church people that's blocking us and getting water from the well. It makes
1: this problem.
0: There's something, Brenda, that's blocking us. It keeps, instead of us going to the well, because you know, the well is deep. But since they don't know what it keeps doing, it keeps letting us go over here to this little stream that's all so dry, it up. You know what it's called? Church. That's what it's called. That's why you can't get the well. Church. Let's have some church. No, you, you are the church. When you're going to get that down in your soul? Stop talk, talking about having church. you lost until you discover you don't have church. You are
1: church.
0: Church is a demonstration and a display of God's power. Oh, see, I didn't come talking in the wisdom of men, but I came with a demonstration of the power of the Spirit. The church is a display of the power. So, verse 3 says, And whither were all the flocks gathered. See, they all gathered there. All the flock. Now, when they say all the flock, that ain't just the sheep now. So you got <laughs> you, you read up there, do that now. You got a little bit of everything in there around that water hole.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they rolled a stone from the whale's mouth and water. What got water first? She, mm-hmm. The pure thoughts. The first thing they get water first from the essence of God mm-hmm. is purity in you. Those pure thoughts in you. That's the first thing. Get the water. Mm-hmm. You see it here, don't you? Know, who got water first? And put the stone again upon the whale's mouth in his place. After the sheep got. (laughs) Huh? No more goats. Mm -mm. No more bulls and heifers. Well, that ain't. Y'all know what a heifer is, though. That is not a person, that's a spirit, a wild spirit. It's a bunch of male heifers running around here. A heifer is a helper. Don't, no Don't make no difference. Yeah, heifer. Mm-hmm. Brown spirit. Ain't no difference about what to do. And Jacob said unto them, my brethren, which be ye, you know, well, who are you? See, Jacob on the journey. Now, he doesn't tell you whale now. He done found something inside of himself now. And it's populated. And he, when he gets there, he sees what's going on. But now he wants to know, who are you? Who are you? Which be you? And they said, of Haran are we. You know what Haran means? Dried up in parched land. Wasn't a stone over the way when Jacob got there, see, 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 so what Jacob is doing is Jacob is discovering that these thoughts that I ran up on they don't have no value. They right beside the well, but they ain't get no water from it. But the pure thoughts are being watered because the pure thoughts are there, right there in that same land that's parched and dried up. The thoughts of purity are still in you. Just because you feel dried up inside on some certain issues, that don't mean that God ain't still, first of all, the well is still there. Because God placed it there. It's called the kingdom. Second of all, pureness is still there too. It's still there. That don't stop God. You open up that well and watch and see when pure thoughts start drinking from it. Watch and see. And measure that well and see wants some water be gone. Yes, it will. Y'all understand? It? Amen. And he said unto them in verse 5, See, I do he need not get down to you. You got to get some revelation from God on this. You can't fake this to me. To go up in the heavenly realm. You gotta put your time in and go up and get a word from God. And he said unto them, verse 5, know ye labor? Labor means brittle. Where does brilliance come from? That dry place. Right? Won't the dryness in you make you brill you'll fall apart? You get dry enough, you will, just like that dirt over there in that water thing that I put that black bag over to keep them young ones from drinking. You're kidding me, sir. So don't go over there and drink no water over there. That's why that black bag is over there. You'll be black like it. Poison. you got to be fixed. He said unto them if I know ye Laban? Uh-huh. You know, know do you know that you brittle? He's the son of who? Nahor, which is dryness. Brittle comes from being dry. See, see, brittle builds dryness in you. He's the son of Nahor. Dryness. Ah, wow. stone, stone. They can't get nothing out of the stone. And she can. But something's gonna change in a minute. Verse 6 says, And he said unto them, Is he well? And they said, He well, and behold, Rachel, his daughter, comes with your sheep. Now here from Rachel. Now he's on a journey. Now, what if the mind that's in transition is on a journey for? Wait a minute. Ain't he seeking a wife? Ain't that the reason that he went on a journey? When you go back down through there a few, a few uh, 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 chapters, ain't that what he's doing, looking for what? He's looking for his inner spiritual self. Ain't he? See how it's connected? Now, here comes Rachel. Rachel is what's known as the good traveler. She's the U E W E. She's a female sheep. They call her the good traveler. You know, you got a good traveler in you. But you got to discover it. See, he's on a quest to discover himself, Mike. And in order to do it, you got to go in here. You can't go. No. Put your time in and go here. You'll find, every one of you, who you are. What your mission really is. Because a lot of us need dead horses. And we got to stop it. You got to stop it. Because it'll hurt you. You got to be real with this thing. You can't do it the way y'all want to do it. You got to do it God's way. I can't do this the way I want to do it. I got to do it God's way. And when I stop doing this God's way, then I'm sitting down. You won't see me no more. You don't even have to worry about it. Somebody else can do this, brother. Somebody. I'm filled with it. But as long as I'm doing it God's way, I'll stand here if breath is in me. And I ain't planning on changing, doing God's way. Hmm. No, I ain't planning on doing that. I ain't heard from God that I need to change his plan. Because I'm seeing results. See, I measure results by spiritual guidance. See, I'm looking for spirit. I ain't looking for numbers. I'm looking for spirit. And my people grow. They're sitting under this and doing it. They grow. Leaping. Uh-huh. And it's ironic that outside people can see it. They talk about it all the time. Man. See, this word is getting out, man. They taking that thing and they see it. The world, you know, that's all it that matters. Amen. We're reaching the world from right in here. I mean, for God's sake, man, we. Don't <laughs> let your left hand know what your right hand doing. <laughs> You see, You see, God sees what I'm doing. I don't need, see, some people don't want to do nothing unless the ones they know see them do it. Mm-hmm. See, that's why you got all that ignorant in the church. Because mm-hmm. they won't do nothing unless yes. they're looking for the praise of me. Yes. But God sees what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and that's all that, all that
1: matters.
0: That's the only thing that matters to mm-hmm. me. You just see this little bit, and that's all you need to see. But God sees the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, there's some things going on. Because he's going to walk you into it. Walk you into it. In. Because you can't play leapfrog with this thing. You've got to walk into this thing. You know? Or you won't be able to handle it. What would you do if you had this whole thing full of people and you wasn't ready to handle it? What good would it do you? Why not just walk into it? Get trained up. You got to sit under and learn, so that you'll know, or you'll have a mess up in here. Everybody be mad. You'll come to church mad, and then you'll leave mad. You'll leave the church talking about folk. You you know all that old good stuff that y'all used to do. Cause I, I ain't never been in church, so I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I've been to jail, say. So. That kept me from being contaminated. Yeah. I I don't care if you know it. Mm-hmm. A fool. Still a fool, too. For oh God. See, God got me some food. God got to have somebody crazy enough to stand playing food because most people won't preach it like I
1: preach it. Right.
0: they trying to be all right with man. Mm-hmm. You not man. God called me and I'm telling you. I wasn't worried, sir. So what do I care about what a man think about me? Forget me. And if he ain't teaching me nothing, I, is that all you got? Sit down. Just sit down. Stop betting my spirit. I talk crazy to him. I don't care. So Rachel, here she comes, the good traveler. And what is the good traveler coming with? She. The good traveler comes with pure thoughts. Good traveler don't come with all that old crazy stuff. The good traveler comes packing good thoughts, pure stuff, thought, loving stuff, compassionate stuff. I'm talking about the good traveler. Look
1: the good traveler.
0: Here she comes. Come I'll notice now. Seeking for his wife, and he said, "Lo, it is yet high day," which means just early in the day. He's getting a breakthrough here. Because it's early in the day. He's early in finding that which is required of him. And that's that inner self, that wife. See, he didn't know who he was. He didn't know who he was. God had to tell him who he was when he wrestled with him. He said, look, it is high day, verse 7. It is yet high day, early in the morning. Neither is it time that the cattle should be gathered together because the cattle represents those Appetites we got. Now all appetites aren't bad, but the cattle represents our affections and our appetites. See, they ain't got fed. Ain't time to be fed yet, or uh, 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 that, that they should be gathered together yet. Say, water ye the what? Sheep, and go and feed them. Mm-hmm. See, sheep got to get watered and fed first. That's the purity center. And while yet he spake with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. Mm -hmm. See, see, what he's saying is the good traveler is the one that keeps the father's sheep. Mm -hmm. And it came to pass when Jacob, the mind is in transition, when he sought, didn't God bring the woman back to Adam
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and put it in his face? Took it out of Adam? Adam didn't know what it was. So God brought him back to him and said, this is you. Hello. When he saw Jacob, Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, the she- and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near. Now Jacob goes and does what? Roll a stone. The mind is in transition. See, you got a thought. You got a revelation. And he took that thought. He rolled that thought. From the whale's mouth, and he watered what? The flock of Laban's mother's brother, which are the sheep. Who watered the sheep? Jacob. And what is Jacob? The mind in transition. Is it not your mind that waters with the word of God, the pure thoughts in you? You got to think up in here. You can't just roll on the floor up in here. You come up in here, you in spiritual training, you got to think. Get no first grade knowledge up in here. Think. That's what you got to do. Because that's what's required of us to do. Think. See, we've been skating across this word too long. Too long. Now, let's go to Genesis 32, verse 24 and 31. Genesis 32, verse 24 through 31. So we leave off here with Jacob, the mind that's in transition. He's removed that well, right? He removed the stone from the well. That had it blocked, right? Mm-hmm. In other words, he had a clearer thought in God and who he was. See, because when he saw Rachel, he really saw the essence of God, mm-hmm. and he wanted him because he knew that that was his wife. He said, that, "That's who I want for my wife." He said, "See, all God is trying to do is tell us who we are inside and allow us to discover our and until the teachings of the leaders start revealing to us what God is truly saying, then the church gonna stay dumb and ignorant anyway. Pay your pies, sow that seed. And that's about as far as you're gonna get in your spiritual life, which ain't spiritual. Come in on you explain for us. So for seven years, Jacob worked in that old dry and brittle place with land. That old dry and parched land. You know how we try to find the essence of God through running at all this old crazy stuff out here. And after seven years, after it makes it perfect, circumference on us, we find out that this ain't what I want. Because look what happened. After seven years, he thought that he was working to get Rachel. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Anybody been working their head off thinking that they're going to be satisfied by something that money can buy or something. Working their head off to get some kind of prestigious award or name on the front of the back of their name. And after they get it, they find out this ain't nothing. You see, <laughs> if you got docked on the front of your name, on the back of your name, and you ain't packing nothing, then where your doctor? at? Huh? You need to take that off your name you ain't working. See, m- too many of us want the, what you call the position, but we don't have a good. Too many of us. Most excellent. Most reverend. All reverend. Please. Archbishop. For seven years, the man worked, thinking, in a place called dry, in a dry land, in a parched land, he worked. And after thinking that he was going to get the good traveler, thinking that it was going to satisfy his soul spiritually, but after the seven years, he woke up to a wife named Leah, which means faint wheat. It'll weaken you. He didn't get what he wanted. He was working for one thing. But life gave him
1: another.
0: Why? Because of the land where he was working out of. He was working out of a dry and parched land, a desert. He was trying to find God in a desert. And the thing about it is, he could have found him there. Because there is water in the desert. But he was looking for the wrong thing. He went about it the wrong way. He didn't know that he was dealing with a con artist too. He doesn't trick, see, see what, go around, come around. God is not mocked whatsoever you show you reach. See, he doesn't trick Esau. Not lame and I trick him to him. Labor, kid for tech, full circle. Then he worked seven more years. Total of fourteen years, and then he finally receives Rachel. But fourteen, when you count it, equal five and five, called one plus four equal five. for well, y'all don't know how to count the numbers yet. Then what happens is, is that the number five means incomplete, so he was still incomplete. Cause. There has to be some birth in. Some things have to be birthed. So here what happens. After 14 years, they begin to have children. Leah and her handmaid, and Rachel and her handmaid. Now that's a whole lot of sharing
1: there.
0: <laughs> Amen. Now, <laughs> i now, twelve sons were born. Did nothing get born till after he got married? From my understanding, now, I could be wrong. Go back and check the scripture. But did nothing get born until Rachel came? on the scene. And even though she was bound for a moment for a time, she had still been embraced as Jacob's wife. So now jacob got two spiritual essences in him. He's got two, two things in him. He's got a weak side in his soul and he's got a spiritual side in his soul. He's got a You understand what I'm saying? He's got that. So what God is trying to show us is the duality of the soul. See, Glee was a good girl. She was just weak. We got some good people in the world and in the church, but they're just weak. And then you got Rachel. But it's all going to come in. Because 12 represents... The divine purpose of God in man. So 12 sons are born. The divine purpose of God. And one daughter named Donna. Donna means justice. So when God's purpose is born and comes forth in a man, the number 12, the divine purpose of God in man. When that comes forth, so does our ability to do justice toward one another. When you reach the level of God's divine purpose in yourself, you're able to do justly toward one another. Mm -hmm. And during that time, if you look over here in Genesis 30, verse 43, Jacob begins to increase in his prosperity. He begins to increase. You see, the journey—we're talking about the journey of man's mind toward God. There are things that must be appropriated. That word "journey" means to go forward and upward. As we go forward in life, we're supposed to be going upward. And as I told y'all before, without the floods of life, the ark which represents the soul at rest with God will never reach heaven. With no with no adversity in your life, behind the world is your soul. Going. It's the flood of life that raises your soul up toward heaven, right or wrong?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ain't that what raised the ark up?
1: Amen.
0: Noah's ark, which represents your soul at rest in God? First Chronicles 14, the prayer of Jabez, he says, Lord, if thou would bless me indeed and enlarge or increase my coast, my territory. God began to increase the man's territory. Did you know? Mm-hmm. Does it not designate in Genesis 30, 43 that he began to prosper? Queen. Mm-hmm. after the twelve sons were born, mm-hmm. the divine purpose of God, mm-hmm. after Dinah was born. Justice. He began to prosper. He began to prosper in natural goods as well as spiritual goods. But he was prospering before then in spiritual things because he was going on that journey. And as he went on that journey upward, certain things began to attach itself to him from God. And other things began to release itself. You see, as you go forward and upward, you got to learn what to hold on to and what to turn loose from. Oh, y'all don't want to hear that. Right. Now, you don't want to hear that. But I just gave you a message right there. That right there. Just that right there is what's killing us from getting where we need to get. When I say we not us, we're going to get there. Amen. We, we, we we way ahead of the game. But I'm talking about church folks. Because when I speak of the word, I'm speaking to the body. As we go forward, we still want to hold on. And God be trying to think, look. This ain't what. Man, when you gonna see this? this? I'm I'm not in this. Not. I'm not in this. In your life, maybe in theirs, but not in yours. That's why it's not productive. You gotta learn what to hold on to and what to cut loose from. If you'd still been over there where you are and not cutting loose, what would have happened? You'd have still been silent. Right along. That's what all of them in here that have made the move. Some of them ain't made the move yet. That's why they're not where you are. But you came in and you were faithful and now look where your intelligence is on God. You riding well, then. Telling you it works. It worked. Now look what happened. So we're not finished yet. Go over here to Genesis. 32. Verse 24 through 31. When we get there, please say amen. Amen. The Bible says, and Jacob, mm-hmm, was what? Where? Alone. Do you not know sometimes you got to get alone? Sometimes you got to just cut everything loose and get alone and hear what God is really saying. Like you heard God this month? Out of all the clutter, and everything, he still heard God. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. There's a breakthrough here, right? Mm-hmm. He wrestled with a man. Well, we know later on it's, de- it's defined that he wrestled with God, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't we wrestle with God sometimes? Do we not? Yeah, we do. We wrestle with him. He be telling us to do it one way. we wrestle. Spin wheels. We done hooked up what we call uh what's that thing that what's that thing you use to pull in call? A record. We done hooked the record of the devil up to us. God ration, we rasp God's God trying to get us in way, we ration. Got the old record hooked up to our butt, And we just away. Then God throw that wrestler under there, and then you. you wrestling, in and you ran. Right now you really wrestling cause you really, you really tore off now. Cause that word wrestle, look what he does. And that wrestle a man with him. That word wrestle means to be dust and float away. Did you know what was happening during that time of wrestling in your life when you wrestling with God? Man was made out of the dust of the ground, right? In order for you to get where God wants you to be, God has to be dust you. In other words, get you out of that place of carnal aspirations. See, that represents the dust, the rubbish. God has to get that rubbish out of you in order and allow you to float away. So that's what the wrestling was doing, you see. The wrestling brought forth a revelation from God. And that revelation from God allowed him to leave what he wanted behind and float himself into the next place with God. Remember the teaching. The birds, the fowls of the air were placed above the earth to fly where. In the open heaven. Remember the teaching? And the bow represents the thoughts. Set your affections on things above. And not on things of the earth. You see how it all correlates. It all correlates together. And see, when you reach that height, see them things to start that, that those revelations start hitting you like this. And you'll be in a maze. And they'll start hitting you. From all angles. That's when you know you're in the council of
1: God.
0: The Bible says if the leaders had been in the council of God, then the people would have changed. But they weren't in the council of God, they were in the council of themselves. They used this, but they were really in the council of themselves. That's why it didn't work. That's why the people never changed. That's why when you come up in here, you change or you leave. Yeah. You know? Because if you ain't, it's, it's either going to do one or two things now. It's going to grow you or you're going to have to go. And either way, it's fine because if God didn't press you here, you don't need to be here. Because you ain't going to learn on this level. See, it might not be your time to learn on this level. But it's for whosoever will let it come. That's who it's for. It's for the whosoever we. Are. But you got to sit under it in order for it to absorb you, you know. Or you look just like that corn. Remember that corn, Mike, that we were looking at? All out there, that corn was good and green, where they close together and in unity, and right there on the edge, you know, it was yellow. Mm-hmm. And brother, always, you always have, I mean, why is it yellow on there? I say nutrients. Neutral no is in the wrong place. It never got connected. All the rest of them looking good. What's the matter? It never got connected. He wrestled until a revelation came. Verse 25 says, And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, mm-hmm. talking about the man that was wrestling with him, not Jacob, but God. He touched the hollow of his thigh. That word hollow of his thigh means to place of the power source. You see, what God did was when he was wrestling with him. when he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh, he placed the power source that's inside of him. And when he placed that power source, who gave him the power source? It's been there the whole time. God gave it to him. All God did was connect himself to what he had already placed in him. That's all God did. Why? Because he had a revelation of it. And the hollow of the of Jacob's thigh was what? Out of joint. In other words, it was severed from Oneself. What this means is that when God touches you with his power, it will cut off that power that will be displayed you, with your will. And now God's power will come into play. That's all that means. Out of joy means out of your will and into my will. And then he said, let me go for the daybreak. In other words, you done got what you need, now I, l- let me go. But this Jacob, see, when the mind latched on, the mind wasn't uh-uh. When that thing latched on, it latches on. See, it done got a revelation, and it ain't going to turn it loose. Well, you going to go back where you used to go? Because what? You done wrestled and then got a revelation. Now you're looking for God to do something for you, right? You look for him to bless you, know? and he's been blessed. Look what
1: Jacob said.
0: Jacob said, Look here. And he said unto him, What is thy name? Okay, and verse 26 said, And he said, I'm almost finished. And he said, Let me go. For the day breaks, and I said, I will not let thee go except thou do what? Bless me. bless me. I am not going to turn you aloof until you bless me. And he said unto him, What is your name? Name Jacob. And he said in verse 28 Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but what? Israel. For as a prince thou hast power not only with God, but you got it with man too, and hast prevailed. Now Israel means soldier of God. He who shall rule as God. Mm-hmm. A soldier fights anybody been in the military. Soldiers just don't come to church. No, soldiers fight. You do not enlist into the army to do a dance. And that's all. No, fight. So Exodus 15.3 says that God is a man of war. The Lord is a man of war.
1: Exodus 15, 3.
0: The Lord is a man of war. Now, if you enlisted into his honor, then what that make you? A warrior. Yeah. That's what it makes. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he said... Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? You know, well, why do you want to know my name? That's what God is asking. If I told you my name, you would never stand it. If God told us his real name. Because just for, to speak his word, his name, his real name. You see, the, 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 the ancient prophets knew the secret code to God's name. And they never would announce it. That's why... It's written up as Yahweh. The whole name ain't written. Speak his name and this whole thing will collapse. That's why he has that big wife. What you want to know my name for? You couldn't handle it if you knew God's name, his real name. Because if you knew, do you know that God's name, the word name means quality. In order to know God's true name, you would know the full essence of God. Now ask yourself can you handle that? You couldn't handle it, and I couldn't either. I don't even see how Jesus was except he was God. In the place. Verse 30. Watch these last two. And Jacob called the name of the place where he had been blessed. A place called Peniel, which means the face of God. He saw the face of God. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. In other words, I have seen, and I'm alive. I'm still alive, praise God. Because no man has ever seen God. No man has seen God at any time. He said, no man can look upon my face and leave. But he said, look, I have seen you, and my life is preserved. Verse 31, this is the last verse. And as he passed over him, where he became face to face with God, and the sun rose upon him. Now the sun is the light of God's love in us, right?
1: That's
0: what the sun represents. Once he passed over the face of God and the light of God's love arose on him and in his mind, watch what he did. He halted right there. Right where? Where God's love had shined. He halted right there. He didn't go no further. He halted. In other words, when God gets you. To the place of love. Stay there. When God shows you how powerful the light of his love
1: is.
0: Halt, right there. He halted on his what there? Stop. Ain't that where the power source was? That's where he halted. See, our power is in our love for one another. Trust me, that's what I tell you. You don't hear nothing else, hear that. Our power is in our love for one another. That's where our power comes from. That's why God is blessing this house tonight. Because of our love for one another. That's
1: why.
0: And the old devil is just going crazy. He just acting crazy. And we sit back last
1: man. ain't really bad.
0: You do what you want. Go and have your little temper tantrum. You'll be all. right. You'll be all right. One way or the other, you're going to be all right, devil. You will be all right. But God wants us to halt right there where he's shown us and where we received the revelation of his love inside of our minds. That's what he wants us to halt right there because it's there that those thoughts of purity are going to come forth. And they're going to grow all of this other stuff in the blueprint of God. See, all of this to connect back with it. Even if you got to go back and listen to the blueprint. It all connects back with it. And after with that, I say may God bless all of you. May you forever be blessed with God. And after they take up the offering, I'll uh, come back and see if anybody needs prayer anybody got praise before anything that they want to announce, and then we'll go home and enjoy the rest of the day in the Lord, okay?
1: Mm-hmm, look around, I
0: think over all today. Thank you, Lord. offerings that we have received, Lord, so that it may be you to rebuild your kingdom. In your son Jesus' name, we pray. In your son Jesus' name, we ask that these blessings go upon the building
1: of your kingdom. In your son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. If I need prayer.
0: If I need prayer. Come on, y'all. Come on and pray, y'all. Family that prays together, stay. Ready,
1: ready, ready, and have ready, and have. Anybody got any special prayer?
0: Let's pray now. Most gracious in heavenly father, thank you, Jesus. Father, we ask right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus that you would take this young man's blood pressure, Father, and balance it out. God, he's a talented young man. Much too young to be having blood pressure problem, Father, we just ask right now that you balance it out. And God, whatever it is that he needs to be doing to keep it balanced, we ask that he will be obedient in that way, whether it's his eating or whatever. Father, we just ask that he will be obedient and not overdo it in his heat, that he'll be careful and understand. Father, I just pray right now for this young man and uh, just know, Lord, that you will take him into your hands, and you will hold him honestly and effectively, and that you will bless him, and I thank you for him and his mother. Thank you, Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for our dear Deacon Eddie, God, we just ask, Lord, that this, uh, Pinched nerve or whatever it is that's causing in this great discomfort in his left arm, we just ask, Lord, that you would just deal with it, Father. Father, we speak healing into this situation with him, and we know, God, that you are able. And, Father, we just pray right now, Lord, that you would just bless him. Bless his family. Keep them, Lord. And Father, we just want to honor you once again for the service that Deacon Eddie has given us, Father, and we just thank you for allowing him to hear you this morning and to come and be blessed among the body of Christ here where he has chose to reside. Father, in Jesus' name, we lift him up before you as well as all the congregation. We lift them up, Father, and we, we, we pray for Sister Selena that she will continue in her speedy recovery. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to strengthen her, keep her. Father, we pray for her family as well as all the families here. We lift this congregation up one by one, name by name, before you, Lord. We lift them up, their family, and every aspect of them. And we ask God that you will bless them and that you will keep them. And Father, that you will give them the desire to get and to have a closer walk with Thee, And in the process of that desire to walk closer with you, Lord, I pray. And intercede on their behalf that Lord you will bless them with all, not some, but all the desires of their heart. Amen. I stand in the gap. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Anybody else need prayer? If not, we're gonna go ahead on and we're gonna dismiss right now. No need to prolong We're going to dismiss right now. May the Lord set a watch between you and I and us and them while we are apart from one another. God bless y'all. Y'all congregate with one another.